that's expressed as uh, fundamental relationships between the centers of the fields of energy and the fields of energy themselves of the entire body. Um, so I, what I would like for you to be doing is thinking of the questions that you have about the uh, five-pointed, six-pointed star. But basically, let us begin by saying the five- and six-pointed star are very important with our understanding of the work that we do within polarity therapy. The five-pointed star is uh, the human form for, for me and the way that I understand it and the way that we work with it. This is our walkabout upon this earth, even though it's a... Uh, energy form, it's uh, uh, an energy formation, it's still the walkabout upon this physicality. This is the way that the the five elements and the, the three main principles of, of the energy, the airy, fiery principle currents, watery currents, uh, have come into form, into formation. And within this five-pointed star is developed the, the five elements. And the five elements are what connect us to the physicality of this earth. Everything in our environment is made up of five elements. As you all know, there's the, there's the, the solidity, the earth, there's the water, there's the heat, which we call fire, there's the movement, which we call air, and there's the space that we call ether. Those five elements make up this amazing human body that we have. And when the elements without and the elements within are in harmony, then the body achieves its health. It achieves its point of wellness. Um, the the uh, five-pointed star represents the image of the human body that's manifesting into form as as an expression of the mental body. It's uh, in actuality, it's a physical expression uh, through connective tissue through uh, uh through the the movement of tendons and ligaments but primarily the connective tissue uh when we think of the five pointed star we need to realize that it's pliable it's responsive it's intelligent um it's a physical expression of the energetic body and and it responds it moves it twists it torques just depending upon what kind of uh, of energetic information we are projecting into this uh, to this energy and this field of energy, um, what would you say, Tom, is the primary uh, the, the primary challenge that we have of coming in of developing coming in without fear, coming in to this physicality bringing in a high percent of our consciousness. When we contract, when we become into fear, uh, part of our consciousness stays in the clouds. Uh, maybe a um, ascended master or a Buddha or somebody, uh, Christ came in and came in all the way. Most of us 
come in with contracted energy, imbalanced energy, because um, we went into fear coming in. And this, this conscious sentient being tightened up in some energetic form. And so uh, I, I think also the uh, five, and I think you agree with me, you better agree with me, the five-pointed star uh, develops its shape uh, as a means and a ways to protect our human body, right? And that project is, and our project, human. And project, right, and to protect. And it's, uh, it's not only just the physical body, but it's the mental, it's the emotional, and it's that spiritual body. So if you look at, don't look at your own shape, but look at the shape of someone else. And, and what you will notice is there's this reflectiveness, uh, there's an energy that's, that's driven primarily, it's, our bodies have developed according to trauma. And it's the trauma that we... Huh? And in response to trauma. And Right, and the response to trauma. And, and what happens with that, um, the trauma sets up that illusion from the mental that steps down into the emotional that steps down into the physical. So that, uh, that trauma, it, the birth is one of several... Uh, exterior traumas that are projected upon the human body throughout our entire life cycle. Actually, also I would add to that, conception can be uh, traumatic if the field is not a healthy field. For instance, if there's uh, anger uh, between the couple or there's forced, uh, uh, one person is forcing uh, their sexuality upon another person or dominance to another person, or there is any uh, emotional, hormonal imbalance during uh, gestation. So uh, conception and, and birth trauma can then imprint emotional, uh, from what I hear you saying, the emotional constraints of fear, of anger, of attachments, of grief. Um, Absence of, a, of a, one of the parents, yeah. well, the father. And basically, what it, because therefore, there's, uh, I would call that attachment or lack of attachment, and that sounds like you've just discussed the entire five elements, uh, the qualities of the passions that we step in with. Um, so this process primarily happens on an emotional level, but it quickly is projected into the physical body. And then what happens? The physical body builds the temple. So your temple is just a projection of, of what has been projected into you. And then that's the way that you're able to carry it about upon this, uh, this physical earth. Um, so that's just a, a quick overview of the five-pointed star before we go any further. Uh, what I'd really like is for you to also explain the how the five-pointed and six-pointed star, the six-pointed star, uh, how do you see the six-pointed star? First of all, backing up, this is Tom talking now, uh, I would like to say that in my own view, the five- and six-pointed star, the caduceus, what other, other, other sacred geometries you may uh, incorporate are like, Universal languages, uh, they're universal symbols is a better term, and they 
bring in the human form in a manner of um, universal, uh, in, a, in the case of the five-pointed star, like the Vitruvian man that uh, Leonardo da Vinci uh, designed. And we can see the head, we can see the arms, we can see the feet, uh, the legs, the uh, attachments and the form of the human being. The six-pointed star, without a um, uh, chalkboard, it's, it's difficult to describe. It has just a little bit more meaning uh, to us in our existence here on the Earth. If you pull the six-pointed star apart, if you can visualize an hourglass and you can visualize multi-dimensions, uh, the celestial realm, the, the earthly realm. As they interlace, you can see the, uh, if you believe in the soul, you believe in the spirit, your sentient being, coming into physical form. As that continues and you get the picture of the uh, six-pointed star, that's a greater integration of the soul and mind and body and you get this symbol of our existence on this dimensional plane continuing with this symbol it's an interesting analogy is that if the earth triangle goes upward and the we'll call it the celestial triangle continues downward a diamond is formed and this, in our mythology, is when the heaven and earth change places or integrate. And you get heaven on earth or you get consciousness. You get uh, a greater integration of the uh, dimensions. Now, I'm going out on an, a limb here and giving you a mythology. And like I always tell our students, until I transition and get a better perspective uh, this is my story today right now this minute and it's liable to change so so the uh, the the six-pointed star after we've just explained the five-pointed star as being the physicality then the way we understand it and and teach it is that the six-pointed star is consciousness that's coming into the physicality Great. that is being expressed on the physical earth. And so the more that we integrate the six-pointed star within the five-pointed star, because not only are the five elements represented in each of the points, apexes of the five-pointed star, but also the principles and the elements are also indicated in each of the apex points on the six-pointed star. Um, so, uh, so therefore, we're experiencing a situation where heaven is being brought down to earth and where earth is being projected back up into the heavens. Which meets with a lot of mythologies that we are uh, spiritual beings having a physical experience and we're physical beings having a spiritual experience. Um, Letitia, you want to see if anyone has a question on anything before we just dying to ask a question? You better make them easy, okay? 
Uh, but um, if anyone has a question, that if I can answer it, I'm sure Tom can. All right. So, uh, star seven to mute. It looks like Karen Kearns. Uh, uh, go ahead. Hi. Karen. Hi. This is wonderful. Or hi, Tom. Um, you mentioned something about the points in the six-pointed star, and I didn't quite get it. I was, uh, what I was saying, uh, uh, that just the way we understand that the apex of the five-pointed star is, represents the ether in the physical body, and the lower points on the five-pointed star are in the pupard ligament. They represent the the, uh, the water and the earth, and the points at the shoulder represent uh, the fire and the air. Well, those same elemental components are in the six-pointed star in the in the advanced work that that Tom and I teach on the uh, the. the uh, Five and six pointed star that we they are pro propelled from the heaven down by the fiery principle, and the watery principle is is what's holding it and and bringing it into physicality uh and then the airy principle is is projecting that back into the heavens so each each point, each apex on all the stars have an elemental component. I see. Thank you. Did that get your question? I have, I have a follow-up question to that, Johnny, about the six points. Since you have six points, are two of them in the six-point star representing one element? They, um, hold on one second. Let me get to my chart here. Um, when all else fails, look at the chart. Yeah, really. Um, what uh, what we have within the six-pointed star, we have the um, we have the the, the masculine uh, star that's being projected down into the earth. On the right, if you're looking at the if you're looking at the page that it's on, on the left will be the ether and on the right is air and and fire is um into is is the apex that's projecting down into the earth and then with the earth if you're looking at the feminine of that interlace triangle where the base is the largest we have the earth on the left and water on the right and the fire element at the top so that's being driven by by the the fiery element and and the the movement okay i think points. i i think you're saying then that the six points that the is the fire represented twice yes the fire is in the apex of both because it's I the point it. that's driving yes it's the driver yeah Okay. Um, and then, let's see, uh, I think I saw Colin McCletchy. Did you have a question? Oh, yes. Hang on. <laughs> Do not let that man talk. <laughs> Hello, Johnny and Tom. Hey, guys. How you doing? I should, I should, uh, should, should, uh, should say that Johnny and Tom not only taught me, but are, are wonderful, amazing friends of mine. And I do have a question for you guys. Um, you described that... Thought becomes emotion, becomes, you know, that that's kind of the order in which you see them progressing. 
I'm, that I'm thought curious. is the genesis to the, yeah, to the emotion. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that, because knowing that the heart forms first in the body before the brain does, I've heard mm-hmm. other mythologies and modalities and physiologies argue that emotion is actually present and just can't be named until thought is formed. And, Curious and about that, your thoughts on that. Uh, that's a great explanation. Um, I've not heard that. I uh, haven't been... Um, which came first, the chicken or the egg, yeah, which is the genesis. Right, it's the eternal debate, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I know that within the step down of the energies that there's first, you know, the steps down from the mental into the emotional. Um, and, and because most of the information that we have when we're when we've investigated this and researched this, it comes out of the the Hindu uh, mythology. And uh, mm-hmm. so that that's where most of this, uh, of what we're teaching hunts on. But I like that. I'm going to have to investigate some more on that. I like that. It, it's, you know, that that's without a voice, then that steps down even more into the physicality, and that would explain a lot why people can't really express their emotions. Mm-hmm. And coming into physical form, we have uh, run across some people who they had no physicality to do the primal scream when they were coming in. And they went for our therapy and were able to finally express that emotion that had no form to be expressed. Had no name, yeah. And you also understand that we just finished a... Uh, weekend with uh, Colin, you know, Kathleen Gillis, our astrologer yes. friend. Yeah. And um, we worked uh, with astrology and how the blueprint brings in all of its energy and influences as well. Cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Colin. Eleanor, did you have a question? Eleanor, did you have a question? I unmuted you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. You unmuted me. All right. Uh, I'm actually driving, so it's not very easy to unmute. Um, I'm still not clear what the lower point on the six-pointed star is. The lower point of the six-pointed star? uh, Well, it's... uh, the the base part is um, the the, uh, earth and the water uh, influence within the physicality, and with the fire being the apex of both of them. There's also, you know, also if you look at it from uh, another way, Eleanor, that the uh, the uh, emotional body and mental body are also at that level of the five and six-pointed star. Johnny? Yes. Uh, Eleanor, okay. I've also, yes. this is Tom, I've also been in uh, rebirthing uh, situations, um, and what's the fellow uh, out in uh, California? Ray Castellino's work. And yes. it's interesting that there is fire in the conception. There is fire in the bringing us into physicality. There's another fire at birth. And I've seen this multiple times as people come through um, 
I expected water, I expected earth, some other element to be the um, more present, if you will. But fire really came through at this uh, recreation of the birth process. And I would say to you that there are two different fires involved. Uh, one that is, has a, you know, a driving force for our psycho-spiritual uh, manifestation and one for our physical manifestation. Okay, that helps. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Was there anyone else? Uh, I think I feel like car talk here. <laughs> Lisa, did you, Lisa Bauer? I unmuted you because I thought it looked from Santa Fe. It looked like you were trying to ask a question. Did you want to? Oh no, I'm good. And actually, now I live in uh, Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Then. But no. It's really very interesting. Okay, thanks. So then uh, uh, unless there's someone else who has a question, we'll go on, and then if there's other questions there, that's fine. So um, when we are looking at the uh, the five-pointed star, we, we see that all of our human experiences are expressed within the, the essence or the imprint of our physical birth. So the, the, the physical then is the container through which this energetic experience of balance and homeostasis or the lack thereof is expressed. And uh, so once we get past all the traumas and we can bring them into balance and we can work with them through the many different uh, uh, energy work and protocols that we all have, um, then we understand that the five-pointed star holds not only our experiences, the physical, the mentally, the emotional, and spiritual, but also the embryonic development, the birth process, our astrological chart, and the energetic blueprint. So then we have to look at what we look at within this work is um, – that we first explain Dr. Stone's basic, uh, which I, I call the, the central five-pointed star. And those points which you all know with the, the points that are in the pupart ligament on the left and the right, uh, and then the point as they direct the energy up like a rocket up into the, to the throat. And it's that point of of where there's an integration of what's in the pelvis and that of what we're able to speak. The pelvic bowl, it's like the ability to fill the void. It's the ability to um, to connect with our truth that we have hidden down into the to the sacred points of the body. Um, and then the cross points uh, at the top of the star, uh, this is connected to our heart. It's connected to our arms. It's the ability to, to reach out for what we, uh, for what we are, um, what we're trying to pull into our lives. And it's the ability then to push away those things that are not edifying to us and that are not supporting us. 
So from this five-pointed star that, that um, oh, let me also add, so the ether chakra is at the apex. And if you uh, understand that on the right side of the body, that at the poop part, that's the earth element. On the left is the water. Uh, up at the shoulders, at the cross section of the shoulders, the fire is on the right point and the air is on the left. So having all of that information about the five-pointed star, um, I was guided on some information to develop these stars even more. And what I was shown were that there are five five-pointed stars basically that correspond to the elements but correspond to our uh, ability within the body uh, to, for energy to come in and for energy to, uh, to be expressed and for us to have the ability to move the limitations and the imbalances that, that are expressed uh, in our physical body. So all the tips, the, the point to understand that all the tips are all the apexes of all the, uh, of all the points. Um, they all hold a, 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 an amazing energy. They all, all hold powerful information. And it's all about creating the information of healing within the body and for the uh, ability of the information system within the body to come into its own. Because we live in a world of duality. I mean, you, you know it's dark, it's light, it's hot, it's cold, it's dry, it's wet, it's expanded, it's contracted, it's day, it's night, it's masculine, it's feminine. But the highest calling of the universe is that of unity. And it's only through the unity of bringing in all the elements within this earth being and then that, that uh, ability of bringing the, the six-pointed star in and it's that point of, of unity, and it's the point of balance. Um, so when, when the base or the bottom parts, the bottom points on, on the hips, so they're at the crease of the thighs at the pupard ligament, this location, this is the place where most of us accumulate uh, emotional and traumatic feelings and experiences just a, you know it's, it can be like this sludge of accumulation until we start moving the energy and moving it out um, you know the, as all of you in clarity know that the left side is going to represent the, the negative charge and the, the feminine energy uh, and, and this is about your relationship within the physicality to the feminine energy, how you respond to the feminine energy. I, you know, it has nothing to do with genitals at all because every man, every woman both have that, that same uh, charge on the left side. But it is about our relationship with the physical mother. It is about our relationship and understanding uh, the feminine. And the ability, yeah, great, the ability to receive. 
Um, it's how you show respect toward the feminine. It's who represents the feminine energy in your life and where do you go for support of that. And then on the right, you know, on, on the right side, it's the water element, and and that is the the, the positive force. That's the the masculine charge, and and like with the challenges within the feminine there is also the the challenges within the masculine you know your relationship with the father energy you know does one side of the body have more power than the other um and it, it's just being with being honest with yourself and discovering the balance and the homeostasis between the two so so the the emotional emphasis in the hips is on on union on companionship um and and there's the within the pelvis we have a need to fill the void so what do we fill the void with we fill it with addictions we fill it with foods we fill it with the over or, or under sex drive, we fill it with all the physicalities uh, as a way to connect and to join and to blend in. Uh, the pelvis is the storage vault for feelings, as you all know, and it's the reaction to all our earlier human experience stimulation. And and the beauty of it is that it's connected to our arms, and uh, as I said earlier, this is where we learn to reach out. When we have a unified energy within the pelvis, we're able then in balance and wholeness and unity to reach out in our lives, in our physical lives, our emotional lives, our spiritual lives, to reach out for those things that are going to bring edification into our lives, that's going to bring unity into our lives. And so this is, this is the point of bringing in that, that unity. Um, and with the hips being connected to the throat, you know, our feelings are expressed, that we're verbalized. Um, and, uh, and when you read the body, this is Tom again, and you find one hip is out of place, uh, one leg is shorter than the other, this starts telling the story, and you start, as you know as therapist, you start looking at uh, whether the masculine is dominant, whether the feminine is dominant, or whether uh, some particular person has greater influence over your, your friend or your client or yourself. And the, uh, the story starts coming together. Johnny? Um, so we we know from Dr. Stone's basic work how emotions within the lines from the line of the energy, the line of force of the energy that's moving. Say, let's look at the the right side of the body at the point of the in the poop part, where the energy is directing through the line of force up to the throat that all the organs that are with that are in the reach of that uh the line of force are being affected uh the emotional and the physical are 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 expressing limitations and um 
and hopefully expressing balances as they're coming in. Um, let me see here. Let me. I'll stop here and ask uh, Letitia, unless you have you ask Letitia. Ask Letitia if there are any other questions that have come up. Okay. Uh, if anyone wants to ask a question, just star seven to unmute. Anyone? Okay, I guess not, Johnny. Okay. So the geometry then of the five-pointed star suggests a, a simultaneous interaction of, of several factors. It's the both and. It's the right brain orientation. It's the five-pointed star is this ancient symbol that represents the, the goddess, that represents the feminine power. Uh, it's the power of the feminine that represents holding firm during a, a time of conflict. You know, this is the mighty warrior of, of the feminine warrior that is able to stand the ground. It's uh, the ability, uh, it's the bearer of creation. You know, you think about the strength of, of being able not only just the creation of the physicality of, of a, another human coming from you, but just all creation. Um, the feminine is the warrior of pain, if you look at it in that way, and um, it teaches us, uh, the, the symbolism teaches us how to be able to overcome obstacles and, and still nurture, which I think is very powerful that that through the pain and through overcoming the obstacles that the strength of the feminine still has that ability to nurture and to bring wisdom and to bring insight even when everything around us seems like it's falling down there's still that uh, that ability to do that in the middle of all the chaos um, and the birth process is a overcoming obstacles. Uh, coming down the birth canal, as we know, has been charted uh, with different uh, emotions, different addictions, different uh, positives. And as we come into this uh, physicality, if uh, we are uh, come through cesarean birth, we believe we miss some of that ability to have the uh, ability to overcome some obstacles of the resistance. We've missed that resistance le lesson. Now, this is kind of esoteric here, but um, it, it is a, a point to note that uh, the birth process gives us that overcoming obstacles that Johnny was just talking about. Go ahead. Um, if we look at spirit and we look at form, and within the within the spirit of the six-pointed star and with the five-pointed star representing form, we see that spirit and form are, are really on opposite sides of a, a, a cycle of involution, evolution, which is another uh, one of the three geometries that we, we work with within polarity, that the five-pointed star represents the form at, at one spectrum and the star the, um, then forms a, uh, I, I like to think of it as like a launch pad 
and it is it's uh, it's like this rocket that is being projected up into the heavens and into ether and there is the the throat chakra there is our ether chakra and it is a uh, reflection of, of solid matter or denser energy that is journeying back to spirit. It's the ability to um, uh-huh, to source, yeah, to source. Okay, source, not spirit. Okay, uh, the ability to interplay with both source and form is uh the expression of balance and symmetry and this is what the the geometry the the sacred geometry of of balance and symmetry this is where this uh this comes in this is where the name for the, the balance and symmetry because it is a balance of connection with source and the connection with our physical earth um can I say something? Okay. Um, so, as I had said earlier, each of the points on the star uh, have a particular element in creation. So they bring the qualities of of creation. They bring their their qualities of movement, of heat, of solidity, of fluidity of space all into building this physical body so once the body has been woven and manifested into creation then it's time for the sacred geometry of symmetry and balance to continue its work into the physical body so it uh, it's there to express the universe and human form as one unified field. Um, But it's also a gateway to elevating higher consciousness into each of the elements, the earth, the fire, the water, the earth, uh, air, ether, so that there is a source consciousness that is being expressed in the human form. And it's in this human form and in in this expression that we find health is coming in as we as we teach and as we understand that uh health is really never lost we it's overlooked it's uh, hidden behind something else uh, it's covered up with a lot of debris, but it's never lost. And the journey within the uh, in discovering the five-pointed star and the six-pointed star is the ability to uncover that which has been suppressed and knocked down. And be and with our being told that uh, our health is bad or we've lost our health, when actually it's been there all alone. Um, So each element carries specific traits, qualities, and purposes. And consciousness involutes in that energetic step down from the etheric to the most dense fields in the body. It is the vehicle of involution 
um, through the elemental chakras. Johnny, if you tried to separate or take out the six-pointed star and the five-pointed star and, and tried to pull them apart and have one without the other, I don't think, I don't believe you would have the human experience as we know it. You wouldn't have the uh, consciousness that we know that the human body contains without the six-pointed star. You wouldn't have the total physicality without the five-pointed star. They're united. They're, uh, they need to be together. I think you're exactly right. Because, But what has happened in, in most uh, people with their work and most practitioners is that they focus more on one star than the other from what I've noticed. That from their particular perspective. Correct. Of, of, and, and basically of their calling, uh, you know, they may have more of a calling into the physicality or they may have a, a higher calling into the spiritual work, the emotional work that takes them into a, a different path. Uh, I, I think you're... I think you're exactly right. If we could have an ideal, we would blend the two together and say be aware of both of them because they have their imminent space. And for for us, that is the purpose of including this uh, and going deeper into the study of the sacred stars of realizing that you have when when a practitioner, if you are a practitioner uh, working with a client, most stop at the five-pointed star but never do anything to incorporate the six-pointed star into it as well. Or if they're working just the six-pointed star, do not come back in with the, the grounding of the five-pointed star. Um, and, and so the symmetry and balance of this comes in through through this... Uh, Mm -hmm. this to the merging of the two yes. and, and the knowledge that both of them have a great integration with each other yes. one can't uh, really function fully they can function but it can't function fully without the other yes so the um, well, before I go into the discussing the five five any questions I think Eleanor. Eleanor, did you have a question? I'm going to unmute you. It looked like you had one before. Eleanor, hand. I was. Yes, I, I'm here. I was. I think they answered it. I really do. That's why I'm, I'm pausing because I was trying to understand a little bit about how the two integrate. But I think there's been a good discussion about that. Okay. Uh, what about Colin? Did you have something? Yes. Um, real quick, Tom, I'm, I'm reflecting on the concept that you expressed that, you know, by not going through the vaginal canal, we lose our ability to, to struggle or it's compromised. And I guess I just had an incredible analogy. Much like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly, it's the actual struggle that the caterpillar goes through to get out of the cocoon that strengthens his wings so he can fly. And I think that's what you're kind of expressing with that. Is that accurate? Yes. It, it's a, a thin line because, you know, somebody who has come into the world uh, with cesarean may feel like there's a negative overtone to that. And I really don't want to put right. that there. But at the same time, I think there 
is a validity and valid uh, point in the fact that uh, the way we come into this world, coming down the vaginal uh, birth canal, the uh, has a tremendous imprint on us. Yeah. It's designed that way for a reason, in other words. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and for better or worse. <laughs> so I was wondering if you could comment also, Johnny, on, um, I know when we did the five-pointed star, the six-pointed star, sometimes we could do the work on the front of the body and sometimes on the back of the body. And I'm wondering if you could talk about the front versus the back and what it brings. Yeah, well, with both both of the uh, five and six pointed star, and with the five five pointed star as well, that the the motor component is important when we're working on the the body on the back. That it's uh, the the back of the body is the motor, the front of the body is the sensory, and each of them are going to be are, are going to carry a different quality of energy and uh, ability to uh, awaken different consciousness within within the body and within the, the, the placement of the stars. Um, uh, let me also step back into what you were asking, what you were saying about the caterpillar or the butterflies that... Um, when uh, when I was a kid, we had a, a a bush when I was growing up in the south that had uh, had uh, uh, mulberry had uh, a caterpillar cocoons. I mean, had cocoons uh, all over it, and uh, my I wondered what they were. And my dad was giving me one of these object lessons, and he told me that's where the the beautiful butterflies came from. And uh, I must have been about five or six, seven, something like that. And uh, I loved the butterflies. So one day I just went took went to the house and went into Mom's sewing basket and got the scissors and started cutting them all down and, and cutting them. And there were these mm-hmm. ugly worms that were mm-hmm. in there. And I thought, well, where is the butterfly? And then so when Dad came home, he then expanded that lesson a little bit more. I think. Um, getting on to me for uh, cutting up the the tree and the and the um, the uh, cocoons and but it was a great lesson for me to see that there had to be a, that struggle that goes on that there is a process there is a cycle and that is also part of what uh, what the five and six pointed star is about that it is this amazing cycle that we go through in life and that we have to know that when it's you know seeming like man this is a really really rough situation and and realizing it's it's the knowledge of the five and six pointed star that keeps us saying yeah but it's a cycle i'm in a cycle and i'm moving one other thing, Colin, with the five and with the five-pointed star, which I, I've developed uh, even more with this, is that uh, when we teach it, we we taught it in the way of, of a flat surface, but uh, I've also been shown that it's spinning, and so mm. this is where the motor 
So what was the fire on what was the air on one side or the fire on one side when it spins it's a, a different charge and it's a different pattern on the back of the body. So that's why it's important in working the motor and the sensory and all of this is stimulating the fiery principle, the coming into consciousness and the awakening uh, and the creation because it's within the qualities of that rajas power that we come into this uh, new creation, this thought of uh, of awakening and, and uh, uh, going back to the, the point of the original source. So, Johnny, if I could uh, take this one step further... We study this linearly. Yes. We, we visualize it linearly. Yes. But what we have come to find out, this is a multidimensional surface. And we start looking at not only the uh, height and the uh, width of it, but the depth of it. Yes. And therefore, it takes on new possibilities. Yes. Yeah. And, and also, Colin, is that... Uh, the with or with everyone, not just Colin, but you asked the question. Uh, that within every cell of the body, uh, when the when the uh, there is every cell of the body is giving off a light, and the the more uh, awakening, the more consciousness that's in that cell, the more light there is. The uh, the more prana that's there, uh, there's more light. Toxins and 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 uh, you know the junk food that some of us would sometimes eat uh, puts in a, a you know a, a, a dampening of that light. And uh, what the five point star work does that we found is that combining the five and six that it's awakening the lights of consciousness. So then those who can see uh, auras have uh, have a uh, see different lights around people. So does that uh, hit some of the things you said you were questioning, Colin? Yes, but you probably can't hear me. <laughs> Letitia, anyone else? Uh, anyone yes. else? You see the star seven? Yeah, oh, sorry, I was muted. But yes, you answered. Thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Okay, anyone else? Star seven to unmute. Share. Yes, I was just Hi, wondering. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Tom. Um, Hi. I heard you mention the three principles. Um, but I didn't catch what you were saying about them in relationship to the stars. That the three principles are the overriding fields of energy within which the stars are created. They are holding a greater field of energy out of which the the elemental stars are created. And uh, so... Working with uh, um, that also goes back to the to originally what I was saying that uh, you know once we understand how energy relates to form and to the process that 
then that is the the principles. That's understanding the the information, the qualities of the principles, and then what the stars, the work of the stars, the five and the six pointed star, is uh, more about function uh, uh, within the physical body and within the energy systems. Um, so that's how we look at the principles, how we work with the principles on this. Thank you. Thank you. Good question. I'm 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 not I'm still not this is Letitia. I'm still not clear on that, Johnny, when you're talking about the principles like you're bringing in the charges and relating those to the Yes, to the airy, watery, fiery principle. You know, I uh you should have stayed there the second day, Letitia, instead of I know, going I'm, out uh, and not attending. So you would have gotten that information, is all I gotta say. Next time stay there the entire class, okay? Oh, uh, yes, I totally <laughs> appreciate that, Johnny. I do. I'm very sorry I missed it. <laughs> no, you're not. Um so um what with uh, with the the principles you know within this the field of the bio fields the bio bio fields are um holding that information within the for the principles and the uh, and then the step down from that is the uh qualities of the uh creation and formation of the elements uh, but what I was going to say is this is where we need to have, Tom said earlier that we needed our charts to show what we're talking about and uh, to uh, to uh, show how these uh, uh, these uh, principles are, are being expressed, yeah. So, and sometimes okay. we, we have put this in linear third dimensional terms of step down uh it's possible they all come in simultaneously and they're all interconnected but in our linear minds where we have time progression here uh it's it's much more fathomable for us to see these as uh one substrate to the other or one uh coming in earlier than another and that's just a vehicle of our uh, attempt to comprehend all this, which is challenging to comprehend. Okay. Thank you. Thank you both. And, and also, you know, need to to remember that uh, we're talking about this anatomy of wireless energy system that Dr. Stone uh, so wisely talked about so far ahead of his time talking about a wireless system uh but the 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 structural and energetic relationships are are formed by the uh geometric construction you know of the body the um the energy becomes challenged uh within the body also when we in the physicality when we run into elemental nutrition imbalance when we run into it experience uh, a lack of energetic movement a lack uh, of water a deficiency of water 
and just being disconnected from the earth fields itself and um the 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 connection between the five and six pointed star is bringing this is where we bring this into and and understand bringing this into a, a balance um and, and we also have to look at this. We have to look at when we're working with a five-pointed star, especially, uh, well, not especially, but with the stars. It's uh, working within the lines of force and understanding the power of these lines of force within the stars. And um, uh, of the physical relationship of these and how... The body is affected by the, by the points. Um, yeah. I, I think, Maureen, did you have a question, Maureen? You're unmuted. No, but I was cut cut off, so I missed a few uh, few minutes. Oh, sorry about that. Precious okay. minute. Okay. The line That's is probably... not not totally clear. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, there is a backup number. I think they said that. that oh, okay. But since I'm on the line, I would like to clarify one more time some, something that somebody else already have asked you. When we work the five-pointed star, is uh, and and we work, you know, for example, the uh, from the pelvic to the, the one shoulder. So, is it the relationship between Earth? And air on one side, and then water and fire on the other. Yes, yes, because you have, they they are diagonal and they're carrying different different charges, um, and, and having that negative and positive charge then is creating the balance. So yes, you're right. You're right. Ah, I never saw that one. The charges. Yes, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. Mm. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else questions? Just star seven. This is Eleanor. Okay, El- Eleanor, go ahead. Um, I was. I have a question. You mentioned about the arms and the relationship between the arms and the pelvis. I have noticed uh, a very powerful energy holding around the wrist and the apex of the jaw in the pelvis. Um, does that have something to do with your talk, what you're talking about in terms of the relationship of the arm and the pelvis? Yes. Yes. That there is a there is a powerful connection between between the arms, even how they. Because what we have in our minds, most of us have, uh, have uh, when we look at the stars, we think that's the, where the point is, that that's the end of the stars. But what we need to realize, there's a projection of energy that goes on beyond just the, the points of where the, the, uh, the apexes of the stars are. And so you're, you're running into a... a a great energetic connection between that because at at that point uh, are, are you on are you working on opposite side or same side? 
Well, I've noticed it on same side. Yeah, same. I mean, it is. It, it's powerful. A lot of times when I'm working with clients where, who's having a uh, problem within one hip, if I work the wrist, yeah, it, it does uh, bring balance into that. But I also then, because of the knowledge of the star, if I can bring the the arm out to a point where I've got a direct line of force that's going all the way down to the, from that arm all the way down to the opposite hip, it also brings in a, a balance and uh, uh, yeah. activation of the energy. Okay, yeah. So that would also be true if you're working with the right shoulder and you go down to the left knee. Correct. Because that line of force goes all the way beyond, yes. Right. Are the ankles or Yeah, well, okay. this is and this is part of where we have uh, extended uh, the five-pointed star is that there's a foundation star that we teach where the apex is in the pupar is in the uh um uh pubicephalus and then the uh the the base foundations are at the top of the of the feet where the feet meet the ankles and ah. that soft tendon there that you're feeling that on the right would be the water contact on the left is the right and that connection to the uh to the uh, pupard ligament uh and just uh imbalances within it's great for uh, for releasing menstrual cramps and pains. It's uh, it's a great wow. indicator of what's happening within prostate situations and bladder, mm -hmm. especially bladder. Yeah. Uh, and then the the cross points for that foundation star are the knees. And uh, okay. So you know you create uh, you 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 have designed there another five pointed star to work in. So that's pubis symphysis, ankle, ankle, and pupart, pupart. Oh, no, 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 knee, knee. Oh, nay, knee, nay, knee. knee. <laughs> yeah, knee. Okay. Yeah. It's all below. It's all below the apex at the pubis symphysis. Correct. Okay. Yes, because okay. that's all the foundation. That's the structure. That's uh, you know that's the Capricorn. Um, and, you know that that's the ankles of the Aquarius. That's the foundation of the Pisces within the feet. So all of that is the foundation. Then the, that's supporting that movement of energy that is stuck within the, the foundation of the earth qualities that's being oh. rocketed up into the rest of the body to awaken the cells. You know, as Dr. Stone said, you break up the crystallization within the negative right. parts of the body, the feet, the perineum, and the neck, and those are the major, the major areas that, uh, that you awaken that or balance that energy. Well, that's really good. I've had I've had a lot of women with bladder problems. That's just oh, really oh yeah. Oh, you'll love that. You'll love working with this with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Great. If I may put a, a slant on this, the five 
five pointed stars are fractals of the main five pointed star. So if that helps, uh, that you're breaking down the five pointed star into five component stars that will break down into more specifics in the body. Ah. And also, uh, if you also look at when you're working with the five-pointed star, it's important the the respiratory diaphragm is an important uh, muscle there to work through because of of uh, that that transverse energy that's uh, mm-hmm. that's in the body that we uh, that we drive the energy through to that shifts. The, that shifts the energy in the body from one charge to another as well. And there are respiratory, no, not respiratory, there are diaphragmatic relationships in the body for each of these five five-pointed stars that we work with. And so it, each one of them has a diaphragmatic relationship in quality. and quality that we, that, that's important to work with and be aware of also as you're doing the work. Do you have that charted? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so how do we access your charts? Do you sell them? Call 1-800-999, and we have a special going on for 1999. No, but wait, we will give you more. about when there's sometimes a pro, a pro um, an anterior tilted pelvis. If you yeah. can use the five-pointed star pattern, tilt yeah. it completely horizontally and have the apex of the star touch the coccyx. And if it would, because there's so much connective tissue and and a, and a need to really strengthen the pelvic floor. And that's where you work. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and I'm wondering um, if you've had experience with that or have a comment about that. Yes, if you will work from the motor side. Again, working the the top of the calcanus when the client is face down, working the top of the calcanus and uh, opening up the the uh, uh, Achilles tendon because I, I'm more than sure that the the, that tendon is crystallized as well as going all the way up into the, the the calf. But then also the contact point would be on the the coccyx itself and uh, just a gentle encouraging to get it to come back into what's happened is that it's in a stuck position. It, it's, it, you know, it's not moving, it's stuck, and so therefore it's pulling all the energies um, and crystallizing. My my guess is that that person 
would need gradual opening. That yeah. A, uh, yeah. It would be too abrupt. I'm thinking um, about laying the, as, as though you're sitting on a five-pointed pattern, having it small enough to be um, horizontal in the pelvis. Okay, then there the the uh, secondary star. I just mentioned the five, the foundation, but where we've also uh, patterned this out, the five, the the secondary star, the foundation is on the knees, and then on the back, it's at. It's sometimes it's at T12 and sometimes the apex is uh, at T12 usually, but sometimes I've found it higher like T6. And it might be in this person because they're contracted on their... Yes. Uh, Let yeah. me just one more time. Say it again. If the, oh. the earth and the water points uh-huh. are at, say, the issue, the um, anterior... Um, Superior iliac spine. Uh huh. And the apex is at the coccyx. It's not going down the body at all. It's going horizontally. So there's no grounding. No, I'm just saying I I use it sometimes for pelvic strengthening. Ah 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 ah. Oh, so you're you're saying uh, sitting you're sitting and the five pointed star is on your where you're sitting then. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a very yeah. small one. Yeah. Sorry it took us a while to get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so brother, to talk- it too, so. Uh yeah, uh yeah. What what are your cross points? Where where's your water and your air in that? I understand the water uh, no, where is your air and your fire? I understand your water and your earth and the ether, but what is the cross that you use? Um, it's well, I I don't have a whether it's osseous or not. I can't tell. Okay. But it would above um, the the like where the piriformis syndrome would be, where the sciatica yeah. sometimes shows up yeah. in terms of comfort. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. I don't know that it has to be at a particular culmination um, osseous point. But mm-hmm. I'm just kind of playing with it a little bit, just right. trying to find a way to strengthen the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, this is this is part of what Dr. Stone, that Dr. Stone uh, wanted us to do, you know, is, Tom has, tells our students all the time, you know, that Dr. Stone said, I spent time burning the midnight oil, now it's your time. And I think that's what we've... It's not a dead science. Yeah. You know, it, polarity is, is alive. Uh, you know, it's not a dead-end work. So we're constantly growing it and developing it. And uh, especially, you know, with uh, the... Uh, the, our certifications and things. So it's just it, it's it's a it's the power of the work. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, thank you mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Anyone else questions? Star seven.
Okay, if not, um, I want I want to thank everyone for being on, and please let us know what you thought of the call. Uh, Johnny and Tom told you how to contact them and let them know as well and what topics you'd be interested in the future. And then, Johnny and Tom, if you just want to close with whatever you want to close with. <laughs> um, this is Tom. Uh, the one thing that I would like to say is that, uh, as we know, the human uh, existence is systems within systems within systems within systems. And tonight we covered uh, a couple of the systems, but uh, by no means do we have the whole complete picture. And it may um, be never that we have the whole complete picture, but we keep unveiling, unraveling uh, our understanding and going further and further. So thank you all very much, and I'll turn it over to Johnny. And I, I would say also the, import, the important thing to know is to make sure that we're the, uh, the breath, the prana is what is connecting us both to source. It's the heaven and earth connection, and we need to make sure that we keep the prana uh, activated and foremost in our minds, um, you know the oxygen connects us to Earth, but it's the prana that connects us into the the, the higher sources. And the five-pointed star is this powerful healing guideline that's used to release tension and stress, dis-ease, discomfort throughout the entire body of our clients. And harmonization and balance can can really be achieved through helping the client to come into this uh, awakened higher consciousness. And the five and six-pointed star, it's a beautiful interaction, interdependent as well as independent, uh, that facilitates energy and elemental balance uh, in the greater fields of the body and awakens the informational systems of the body. So together they open the pathway to soul entry and higher consciousness and into the physical body. So thanks all of you for being here, for your questions, and uh, thanks, Letitia. Thanks, Mary Jo, for uh, inviting us. So. All right, and I'm, this call will be available on the APTA website soon, so you will have a chance to hear the recording or to invite anyone else to listen to the recording. And there Great. were a few people that asked me to for the or asked Mary Jo for the what is polarity. She has a what is polarity PowerPoint. She did just a basic thing if you want it for talks or whatever. So if you still want that, please let us know. Just email me at the l dot b u n g e at p h s integrative medicine dot org. And thanks again, Johnny and Tom, and I'm definitely hoping that you will be on a future call and looking Thank forward to you. seeing both of you when you come. We'll see you short. See you in a week or yes. so. <laughs> okay. You, you both and Apollo, we're looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, great. Apollo has to be there. <laughs> I totally agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.